It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. I didn't watch the Emmys last night. I was watching football. I don't think I ought to watch the Emmys anyway. Award shows are tough. Even award shows now in our in our world, they're tough. They're just tough because they're long. It's the same thing over and over again. I like watching the CMAs because I have a lot of friends that are doing the CMAs. So that, other than that, I'm just out. Like, I don't, anybody else get care about award shows? Nah. No, I just got the highlights this morning. Yeah, I, I, at least the CMAs have people performing. There ain't none of that at the Emmys. It's just people getting awards, right, Mike? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Is, what do they do in between awards? Nothing. That's just awards the whole time, pretty much. I'd really revamp some of these award shows, especially performances. I'd make sure, because all these artists want to come on, though, and play their new song. But most people don't know the new song. Most general people, like, at the ACM, CMAs, they don't know when Keith Urban's playing a new song he put out three weeks ago. But I understand why Keith Urban want to play his new song on TV. That's what he's promoting now. Sure. If I was running it, nope, no new songs. But you think of the Emmys, though, it's a TV award show. Mm-hmm. All these shows are on TV, so it kind of makes sense to have like a TV award show. The music ones don't make sense to me other than just them performing, though. But that's mm-hmm. why I like the performances. Right. But the TV thing, it's all they're doing is doing, here's the opening yeah. card, here's the winner. The most boring shiz ever. <laughs> <laughs> just award show in general are suffering. Yeah. I'm anxious to see what the ACMs do when they do it on uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be interesting. I hope they do something different than just, okay, the next person, here's a performance, and it's their new song. Because you have the ability to do whatever you want in any amount of space you want to do it in. And since it's not on network television, you can literally say whatever you want, right? So what if they, can they cuss? They could. I I think you probably don't want to. Because if one slips, they're not going to get in trouble. Right. Right. But I would say you're going to alienate a lot of people that would watch if you know there could be cursing. Okay. Like families. I'm just saying it'd be cool. Like Carrie Underwood was like, all right, the next one's this son of a... <laughs> <laughs> and they could. Yeah. They really could. Okay. It, will they? I don't know. But it, it, it's interesting because somebody's going to have to do something bold with these shows. But when you do something bold, most times it doesn't work. That's a problem with being bold. When you go bold, it, and, and people don't want to not be able to have their jobs. So if you risk it and you go bold and it flops, which most bold attempts do you're like dang i don't get to host i don't get to um you know run that show anymore but something's got to happen with these award shows because and i'm I'm talking about all of them just period i mean even the grammys the grammys suck Mm -hmm. i gotta what am i doing like give i want to see a game show inside of an award if i were putting if i were putting together an award show I would have, uh, first of all, my teases wouldn't be, all right, coming up, Dirk Bentley's going to perform in 17 minutes. I'll go to YouTube and watch that. And it's going to be his new song. And I love Dirk Bentley, but I'm saying I would do stuff like, coming up, um, we're going to pull a listener from the crowd. They're going to play skee-ball against whomever, and the winner gets $5,000. Okay. I would be like, okay, I want to see that. That's pretty <laughs> freaking cool. Oh, yeah. Like, it's stuff like that. That I feel like people in in, in television, would, like networks, because I have to deal with them all the time. They'll be like, mm, it's too, no one's done that. It's too risky. But you know what? I bet my whole producing ability, on, I don't have any producing ability. <laughs> I bet it, I put it on. But I think stuff like that would keep, pe- like little teases of um, Ken Brothers Osborne 
walk across this high wire of pool with jello <laughs> yes. or, or something, you know? And I think the artist would do that. And I think I would stick around nine minutes to watch that. Okay. And if they do, they get to perform their latest hit. And if not, they don't. Oh, yeah. Like, let's go. That's the prize. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I just think there's there's just something that they're missing with these award shows to keep us watching because we don't generally, we don't care about going to television at a time they tell us to have to go to television unless it's a sporting event. And so that's what I would do. I'd hop in and be like, all right, we got to build some teases inside of this thing of some fun stuff people will actually stick around for that's not oh, man. Miranda need- singing a song that just came out. Some some of the big time artists playing easy trivia. Easy, e- yes. <laughs> Who's smarter in super easy trivia? It's not a bad idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. Garth and George Strait. It's an I quit match. Loser oh. has to quit country music. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> like they really ride away. Yeah, George Strait's doing his shows all across the country again. He's riding back in, <laughs> but if he loses, mm-hmm. it turns out George doesn't know anything. <laughs> he loses all. <laughs> Oh, he's not very smart. But tell me that that wouldn't be better for these shows. No, no, no. I can't tell you that. Yeah, it's got to be something. And I don't know why they're not letting me host these dang shows. I get, they're like, we Probably want you. what you just said right now. Probably. <laughs> probably. They, 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 I get every time, every award show, like, hey, you're going to host this one. And then I get pulled, like, last minute for different reasons. And so, but that's what I, probably that's why. Because I'm like, guys, we got to stop doing it like this. Like, I want to go out. Let me do a few jokes and let's get off and let's do the fun stuff. Let's get the artists out. Do the first of all, no new songs. If you want to be part of the show, we're not playing it. If it's not top fifteen or been a number one, we ain't doing it. Unless you want to do some kind of like montage where you want to play like, hey, this part of you know how we do on our show, verse and chorus. Yeah, we'll do a verse and chorus and then they'll play a big song. You can do some of that. Hits only. Oh, how about they do verse and chorus and if it's good, they get to keep going. Well, there you go. <laughs> If not, then... Which, Laney, that's the, that's the Laney Wilson situation. <laughs> yeah. Where she played a verse in chorus, and we're like, keep going. She goes, well, no one told me. I was like, well, it's good, so keep going. Um, anyway, the, the Emmy Awards were on last night. Queen's Gambit won for Best Limited Series, which that Queen's Gambit was so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was so long ago, though. And, the, and then you get into what do you like? Do you like to binge it and it be completely out of your mental space and world? Or do you want to wait week to week and be annoyed because you got to wait for another show. Now, Ted Lasso stays in my mind more because it's week to week to week to week. But I'd rather binge it, yes. Selfishly, I'd rather watch the whole thing and, and move on to something else. But I think it's better for me and better for Ted Lasso that it comes out every week because we're talking about it every mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And I'm excited. It is, ugh, it is annoying, but I do like the excitement of looking forward to it because we have that with Ted Lasso and then now we have it with the morning show. Uh, Mayor of Easttown, Kate Winslet won. That's a good show. Real yeah. good. No spoilers. I'm not saying anything. I just said it was real good. It was real good. That one I binged. And Eddie's the one who's kind of half spoiled that for us. Mm. Debatable. And we debated, and my debate side was you half spoiled (laughs) it for us. (laughs) Last night, The Handmaid's Tale set a record for most Emmy losses in a single season. Oh. They earned 21 nominations and lost every one of them. Wow, 21? I mean, but they have won a lot in the past. But they couldn't give them one. Yeah, but other shows just like so. I I used to be obsessed with Handmaid's Tale, and now I don't even watch it. It's too much. It's too dark. It's too dark. Too, it's too dark. Or is it too like getting close to real life? Could be a little bit of that. I don't yeah. know what it is. Like when I watch it, and I can handle some dark things, but it's just like there's so much darkness in the world right now that like Handmaid's Tale is like too much. 
too much, too much. That show sometimes makes me go, ooh, I don't like how this makes me feel. I know. But I do like it. It's a good show. Yeah. But I haven't watched season three. Mm-mm. Season- because there's other good stuff. Mm-hmm. And right now we're te- last. Oh, you know what we're watching right now? The documentary about what's the, this company is called? Like oh, Lularoe. Lularoe. Never heard of it. Yeah, so it's a leggings skirt, maxi skirt leggings. Have company. you watched this documentary? Yes, all four parts. I'm on the third part. Okay, we just finished three. We have one episode to go. Yeah. Okay, so we're at the same spot. Holy mackerel! Shady mm-hmm. stuff going on. Uh, you should watch it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like it's a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but people were making so much money if they got in early, and they were selling these skirts and and leggings and. But I'd never. It's basically like, um, to me, and I'm not saying they're run the same way. But you know, you have some. I didn't want to mention a company. It's no, light, yeah, because well, <laughs> let's say in the documentary they mention like Amway. But like, I. Ne- but but Kay- that's a MLM. Kayla and, were, Kayla and I were also like, what's Amway? Both of us. I don't know what Amway yeah, even know. is. That's why I felt safe saying that because I don't. It's been around for so long, and everybody recognizes that as a multi-level marketing company. But there is a difference between a pyramid scam and a multi-level marketing company. And the only but, reason is because you actually sell a product as well. Right. Like they're saying like, how in the world are you making money off of these leggings? Really, the big difference is you have to make this huge investment to buy into the company. Like if I as a, they were targeting stay-at-home moms and it's like, okay, wow, you have this opportunity to work, be with your kids and work from home and make so much money. But in order to get leggings to sell, you have to buy a $5,000 package. Well, who has $5,000 up front if you're looking to... So then women were like, I watched the documentary, but just a little teaser, like women were selling like breast milk and they were encouraged to do that. Or like figure out, out a way. Family, yeah. Open up oh, a credit card. Man. And just, then they would get the leggings, but it was all a pyramid. So like people at the top were like private jets balling. And then people ballin'. at the bottom. Made me want to sell it. I, I, we finished. Also, I was like, Kayla, I want to do Lulu <laughs> <laughs> Can I borrow $5,000? <laughs> oh, so <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's called. I will say, pay attention to the founders. Like they're some of the, they're like one of the most fascinating part of the documentary because they're so oblivious. They're like, what? They're, they're weirdos. Like, we we didn't. We didn't. No, they know. They know. They're not. They do oblivious. a good job of acting like they don't know. Yeah, they're weird. No, they know. They do you d- get to the part where what uh, they would tell their wi- the wives in their company mm-hmm. to do? Oh my gosh! Just watch. It's only four parts. They're forty-five <laughs> minute episodes. It's called R- Rich Lula. Lula oh. Rich. Lula Rich. Yeah, and it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, what computers talking to me? Um. A military training jet crashed into a Texas home. Oh, oh man. Uh, did, did you guys see this story? Mm-hmm. I think only people were hurt. Okay. Right, Mike? The, yeah. Like, nobody died, at oh. least not when I pulled the story this morning. A military training jet crashed yesterday in Lake Forth, Texas, injuring both pilots and damaging several homes. The pilots were able to eject from the aircraft before they crashed. One was found with his parachute tangled in power lines while the other was found Whoa. nearby. Mm. Both pilots have been taken to the hospital being treated for their injuries. No civilian injuries have been reported. Thank so I God. guess no one was in the house. I thought the injuries were the civilians. I don't know if it was the pilots. But I have a clip here. Here is a Lake Worth police chief uh, giving an update. Here you go. One pilot had ejected and was caught in some power lines, um, and another pilot had ejected and was found in the neighborhood uh, nearby. Oh. That's terrible. Luckily, people weren't in the house. <sighs> yeah. And they didn't. I mean, I can't believe you can get a parachute in a power line and not die. Yeah. Or not be electrocuted. I must not know how power lines work. I thought they just were powerful and they shocked you when you touched them. I think that if you don't touch the ground at the same time, you're okay. It's like birds. That's why birds can sit on, stand on power lines. Mm-hmm. Or, or is it that once you're grounded, then it's electrocution time. 
Is that why they're so high? Is that what, is that, is that what time it is? <laughs> the electrocution time? <laughs> I didn't make that sound time is, too good. <laughs> it's five past electrocution time, kids. So, uh, A dad records his kids singing driver's license during Olivia Rodrigo at her iHeart Daytime Village, which what was cool about this was she had done a couple TV appearances, but this was her first ever concert. Really? Uh-huh, where she did Because think about it. She got famous during the pandemic. pandemic. That's right. Mm-hmm. So this dad posted a video of his kids passionately singing driver's license. This is three kids, a boy and two girls, eight, nine, 10, 11 years old, belting it out. Here you go. Forever now, I didn't drive drive past. Did you see that performance? I left. I was there for Russell Dickerson, who was great. I I was surprised, and and I'm friends enough with Russell to go, huh? I was surprised they were singing your songs. Yeah, because he walked out, and he has so much energy. We talked about it last week. He's such a good live performer that introed him, and he comes out, and then there are people singing his songs, and that crowd I would think is mostly an Olivia Rodrigo crowd, Mm -hmm. pop kids that are there to see Olivia Rodrigo or some of those other, you know. 19-year-old pop stars that don't Tate McRae. And people were singing Russell's songs. Because I love every little, every little. And, and people were doing their hands. That's cool. And he came off, and because we were together, because Russell opened for us at Bobby Fest. And I was like, dude, that's a great set. Like, you won over the kids. I said, not only that, I can't believe it. People knew your songs. <laughs> and he goes, I can't believe it either. <laughs> it's awesome. Because so most of the time, the country people get out there, and these kids don't know anything about country music. But Russell's such a good performer. Um... So it was, it was a great, we had a great, great weekend of a lot of fun music. Who did, I didn't get to watch a lot of, I saw Dua Lipa. She was great. Mostly we were in and out doing backstage stuff. Dua Lipa, I saw Billie Eilish. I saw cause I was out there doing Sam next. But other than that, I don't think I saw many acts. Was Weezer there? Yeah. I saw him on screen only. And he looked like a punk rocker with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had an interesting look. It's yeah. Kind of, yeah. Uh, Mike, you watched that new Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah, Cry Macho. Oh. Cry Macho. Does he? He's 90, and he punches somebody in the face in this movie? Yeah, you're supposed to believe that he is inti- an intimidating guy in this movie. Yeah, he's got to stop, right, Bones? Like, Clint. How did it go? Why? Why Why make him stop? Because well, he's, he's 90, 90, and he's not going to punch. It's not realistic. That this is what keeps him alive. I'm sure. Yeah, about 20 minutes into the movie, you realize he's not supposed to be playing this role. Oh. Really? There's, like, a part where, like, this woman throws himself at him, and you're like, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying that. Like, like to hook up with like him? Yeah, to hook up with him. Like yeah. then the so last movie he, he did, he hooked up with some girls. I'm like, come on. There's Clint. love scenes? <laughs> yes. He's like an old mule You, you guy. see him like, oh, no. you know how sometimes you see the little microphone come down, you're not supposed to, <laughs> but you see like him grab a little blue pill real quick. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's not real huh? love scenes. Yeah. Uh, how'd it go? <laughs> it's not very good at it's all. Not. I think the best part of it is Dwight Yoakam plays his boss. Oh. oh, that's cool. So that was cool. But other than that, not worth the time. Hey, speaking of Vegas, let me go back to this real quick. Lunchbox and Amy spent a lot of time together working because they were doing a lot of the radio stuff. And the show was on CW. I was doing a lot of the CW stuff. So we didn't get to do a lot of work stuff together. We were Amy and I, Amy would come hang out with Caitlin and I a lot, like in between downtime. But we didn't do a lot of, like, works. I guess one time we did some stuff with Russell. Like, you and I did something, yes, for the radio. But, yeah, Lunchbox and I were radio. You were TV. You were visual. We were 
audio. And so <laughs> that being said, people kept confusing Lunchbox and Amy as a married couple. Oh, man. It was so awkward. So awkward. I mean, just like in the hotel lobby, Amy's asking the lady at the front desk, oh, do you have a Band-Aid because my shoes hurt? And she's like, oh, your husband can go get you some at the... And I'm like, I'm not her husband. I'm not her husband. I mean, everybody. No, I think he said more like, she's not my wife. Like, it was more... All I heard is you were offended that people thought... Yeah, well, no, I was offended... That he was so just had to make a point that I was not his wife. Oh, ever. And so I was like, okay, dude, it's fine. But yes, we were because we were at our, our hotel. Our rooms were near. So we traveled together, client things. Yeah, like, cab drivers we like, oh, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. And he goes, don't forget your wife. I was, ain't my wife. That ain't my yeah. wife. Don't worry about it. Sounds like a Brothers Osborne song. Right. <laughs> hey, my wife. <laughs> you could just be more like, oh, yeah, no, we work together. We're or not together. Or you can say nothing and yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? But he just was so dramatic about the fact that, oh, he was not married to me. And I'm like, okay, rude. So you, you were offended. <laughs> not he that reacted, I so. wanted people to think that I was married Yeah, didn't, I was going to say, did you really want that? <laughs> but I just wasn't dramatic about it. You were fighting that a little bit hard. <laughs> huh? A woman is suing her gynecologist of nine years after discovering she's his biological daughter. Wait, what? Well, oh. I read this. Uh-oh. Mike, can you explain this to me? Well, because I, when I read I the story, guess. I wrote this note to Mike. I said, please explain this to me. A woman filed a lawsuit against a New York-based fertility doctor claiming he's Dang. her biological father and used his own sperm yep. to impregnate patients without their consent. So that means there's <gasps> more. According to the Associated Press, the 35-year-old woman accused Dr. Morris Wortman and the Rochester Clinic, the Center of Menstrual Disorders, of medical malpractice, battery, and affliction of emotional distress, negligence, fraud, and lack of informed content. The plaintiff wrote in a lawsuit that she is the daughter of a woman who received fertility treatments from him in the 1980s so it turns out she's his daughter because he what? did that to her mom. Wow. So it wasn't that he did anything to her specifically, but she found out that he did it to her mom and now he was now working on her, which is Re- weird. Ew. I bet, do you think he knew that was the daughter? Or was he just did so many people? What a coincidence. That's True, because he probably knew she was she the daughter of a patient. But she would have to seek him out. I mean, if she went to him, maybe she went to him because she's like, oh, this is who my mom went to, so obviously uh, maybe I'll go to yeah, him. How He's do still they practicing. find all that out? The lawsuit said the plaintiff knew she was born in 1985 through artificial insemination and that Wortman was revered by her family for helping her mother conceive. Oh, my. So he's got he a lot of babies out there. Yeah. He had to know that was his daughter, too. And that also is weird. <laughs> yeah. He should probably do a couple extra years. <gasps> Just for that. How, in the pen, just for that. How many How many do you think he did? Allegedly nine. So they, probably 30. Yeah, nine means what, yes. Nine means what they know of. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, That's just me guessing, by the way. Just a, yeah. a little guessy-wessy. Okay, so he's no longer practicing, That's, right? That SpaceX capsule that we tried to get Lunchbox on, <laughs> it's, it landed safely. Everybody's cool. Oh, good. Everybody's back. Lunchbox didn't even want to go. Now that it's safe, Lunchbox, do you feel like that would have been a cool experience? Nope. Nope, still cool when I'm when missing out on that one. They can tell me about it, send me pictures. Think it's probably terrible. They probably hate it, but they'll never say it. They splashed down the Atlantic Ocean near Florida on Saturday night, shortly after 7 p.m., bringing an end to their historic mission. Crazy. No astronauts on that one, just humans. That one guy was a well, pilot. astronauts are humans too, but... No, but trained astronauts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think astronaut is something you get whenever... Yeah, but like civilians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A scorned wife raids her ex-husband's cryogenics lab, stealing frozen brains of people that had hoped to be brought back to life. What is going on with people? What is happening? <laughs> no, women are just Why crazy. did she do that? 
Well, no, we just read a story about a gynecologist dude impregnating Well, women. no, but this like, guy has a business where he's freezing brains and he can bring people back to No, I don't life. know the one's crazier than the other, actually. I think if some dude's illegally... No, yeah, he's working on... Surely people donated their brains to him. I would say this one is more normal. Yeah, than the sperm one? Yeah. For sure. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Eddie's not. <laughs> what? No, I said they're both crazy. I'm like, what's wrong with everyone? <laughs> uh, the scorned wife raided her ex-husband's cryogenics lab. Stole the brains of these people who hoped to be brought back to life. They grabbed the remains of people who paid thousands oh, paid. of dollars hoping they could be re- resurrected. Some of the corpses were from Britain and the U.S. and were stored in Moscow, Russia. The lab is a leading cryo storage facility. They drain liquid nitrogen. I'd haunt her. If it was one of my brains and I was wanting to come back to life, <laughs> I would haunt this chick for killing any opportunity I had to come back. Like, for, I'd be scared if I were her. All mm-hmm. these people that she kill killed. Like, I'm, I'm going to come back and get her as a ghost. Would you pay that money to get your brain frozen? I don't think so. But okay. Here's what I think, though. I think we just missed it. Just missed what? I think we just missed the ability to live to 250 years like old. Like, if we were born now, we'd, we'd live Versus for it. another generation. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Another 100 years oh. from yeah. now. There would be time travel. I think we figured that out. I think that's going to happen? In the next 100 years. And I think that there's probably, we, if we figure out what's happening with other planets, other life forms mm-hmm. i think we just missed how I mean, are you we, thinking we might at the end of our time life travel though? yeah how are you thinking that's going to happen bones i'd like to know what you you, you think i about think this. because i read people's theories on how it could possibly happen if and 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 if we could only figure this out and it's only a matter of time till either the world ends or they figure it out one of the two things will happen eventually they either <laughs> figure it out because science does nothing but evolve Period. Science always evolves until, boom, it doesn't anymore. And that means it's wiped out. Yeah. So they either figure out time travel or, or the Earth goes boom. <sighs> I'm going to go with Earth goes boom. Yeah. Time travel Earth just has been here for millions for and millions and millions of years. Mm-hmm. Like, That's the thing, though. And I think that they're so close to figuring out how they could almost figure out time travel. But, but what? I still don't. I can't wrap my head around time travel. But do you know anything about it? The dimensions? Sure. I mean, a little bit. I watch Back to the Future. This is there you go. I love this. <laughs> I think that if it, I think we just missed it all this stuff. But generations, I think ahead in thirty or gonna... forty years, we're living to one hundred and thirty years old, like young people. I think they're gonna. But again, we shouldn't be living this far now. The human body, without surgery, medicine, insert all the things science now gives us, is only really living until thirty-five or forty anyway, for the most part. The that was the average age because what happened with people was they either died before they were five or they lived until they were 70. And there weren't really a lot of people that that died at 30 or 40, but that was like the medium age. Because if you could get through that early stage, four, five, six, seven years old, baby stage, you then were healthy enough for the most part to live a long life. I mean, these gatherers would live until they were in their 70s. But a lot of folks didn't get past you know the childhood part. Uh, anyway. I don't know. I, I, sometimes I watch your, your eyes glaze over, all of you. I, well, oh. it's just that, like... Yeah. Whatever. But but I was watching this Whatever. like <laughs> I was watching this TV this movie old like 50s movie and it was like a sci-fi movie and they're like the year is 1997 and it's like way in the future yeah. for this movie but they're flying all over the universe and in these spaceships and like dude we barely got an electric car going. Like that's mm-hmm. all we've got in 97. But I think they couldn't even predict what medicine was going to be able to do back then. So all, the, all their predictions were based on these things that we're driving and doing right now. What they couldn't predict back then are things that were unpredictable because they, they didn't even exist in, our, in, in what we could develop. 
So what they weren't able to figure out, again, medicine, again, a lot of the vaccines, I don't know, I'm not even talking about just COVID, but a lot of the stuff that, that allow us to be healthier longer, they didn't think about that stuff then because it wasn't even something to think about. But they had old cars, so you can go, let's make cars fly. Sure. Internet wasn't a thing. That's why you don't I, see that's pretty amazing. That's why you don't see shows going, oh, we're going to be talking to our friends on the internet. Not until like the 80s did that start happening in, yeah. in futuristic stuff because that was when the first glimpses happened with these massive computers. But in the 50s, they couldn't even imagine the internet because it wasn't even something that was imaginable. But they imagined us flying all over the universe. And we're not. This yeah. But what they only imagined were things that had already existed that they could amplify or or... It doesn't matter. I don't want to have this conversation. Even in Back to the Future, it's they were Monday. flying cars. Hey, Come on, I know guys. it's Monday. I'm when tired. I think about this stuff too hard, like it... I think it, about it all the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even when I was, I was driving my car the other day, and I'm like, the, I was fascinated with the radio. And I know that that's been around for a really long time, but think about it. No, the radio's really cool. Like, you're... There's sound... Or TV, well, however you want to look at it. But I was listening to the radio and I was having this moment of how wild it is that somebody put all these little things together and they figured it out and they now we have radio. No, you know, like... The, <laughs> guys, you're missing the biggest one. What? Airplanes. And I talk well, about it all the time. Yeah. I cannot believe oh, they yeah. get... Uh, every time I fly, I still think about this. I'm like, these... We're up in this thing. It's tons and tons of... of a freaking steel. Shout out, right, brother? Just trusting the fact that we're going to yeah. land. And mm-hmm. I tell you, every time there's things... Like take off and they get up high. I think those pilots look at each other and go, "Can you believe this is happening?" The, it's just it's wild. But you don't think it's crazy that like whenever we're flying like somewhere on the other side of the country and you're like, "Man, our voices go through these yes! guys too." Like every morning, and someone in California is listening to you talk right now. That to me is unbelievable. And when we fly to do radio media shows like that, I'm like, "That's crazy." Like, how did they figure it out? I don't know. I don't, you guys are asking me to explain radio frequency. I, I have no idea. <laughs> we just talk. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, Raymundo has an update on his roommate situation. Remember, he's going to take oh, in oh, yeah. yes. a roommate for 800 bucks a month. Raymundo? Yeah, so we were offered $800. We wouldn't be able to pick the roommate. It could have been a co-ed. It could have been a loud musician. Who knows? We really thought that was a great idea. And when I had brought it up to my wife, I thought we were seriously considering it. But... I guess she never even thought it was a question, and we're not doing it. Oh, you're not doing it. Yeah, she's good like, update. the heck if I'm... No, I mean, I... I it's a good update because people have been asking me, like, what's the update? Oh, okay. Well, and I yeah. mean, we were around Eddie and Bones and Bones' wife, and it, it was like you guys had asked her, too, and she's like, I'm not even considering it. I had no idea. I thought we were kind of leaning that direction, but yeah, we just wanted it to be just us. We're still in that newlywed phase, so... And also, you live in an apartment, and you're not going to know the person who could come and move in and could possibly psycho kill you. Right, but we have a two-bedroom. They're kind of separated from each other, so it wasn't out of the realm of possibilities. I rest my case. Okay. Uh, Eddie says this is maybe the coolest thing to ever happen to you. Oh, the coolest. Not, I mean, I, I have heard things like, oh, yeah, iPhones are waterproof or whatever, but I've never tested it because in the past, I've literally gotten a drop of water because it rained in my pocket or whatever, and my phone got wet, and it stopped working. Dude, I was at the beach this weekend, and my phone fell in the water for three minutes. It was submerged underwater. I was looking for it. I'm like, where is my phone? Where is my phone? I had put it on top of my kayak, and we had dragged the kayak back in the water, and I guess it fell in there, and I went on the beach to look for it. There it was in the water, submerged for three minutes. I pick it up, Bones, and I tap on the screen, and it comes right on. Did you rice it ever even after that, I didn't or are you do, just good? I didn't have to do anything. The only thing Wild. that I didn't do was charge it right away because I was thinking if there's water in that little charging area and I couldn't connect it, it could ruin it. So I let it just sit like that overnight. 
I charge it the next day. Unbelievable. It works. No problem. That is unbelievable. Even though they say it, I don't believe it. I know. I, mine went in the nervous. pool for like 10 seconds about a year and a half ago. And then it was all jacked up. Because there's a hole in the bottom of for charging. Yeah. Why does that not get in there? That's what I was worried about. And then I was worried too, like, oh, well, then the speaker's not going to work or the music's going to be all jumbled. No, everything works perfectly fine. iPhone, you've done it. Like, that, they've finally done it. Of everything an iPhone does, the <laughs> fact that it's waterproof is <laughs> but enough how many ready times, to go, you've done it. How many times have you gotten your iPhone wet just, like, for a second, wet, like a shower? It fell in your toilet for one second, and it broke. Can they do that to the computers next? Nah, that's got to be next for sure. Yeah. Well, Amy's, like, nine computers deep <laughs> <laughs> this month. Uh, uh, we were flying back yesterday. We had a, a 6 o'clock flight from Vegas, which meant we had to wake up at 4. 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, 6 o'clock, yeah, which meant wake up at 4.30, get to the airport Oh, you five. don't sleep. That's when you don't sleep. Um, we did a little bit. Okay. I did. I slept for four or five hours. Caitlin slept for six. Amy slept a little I bit. I slept, yeah. But we're not, we don't want to go out and drink and gamble. Like Lunchbox and Scuba Steve, they, I looked at, the, they were at slot machines or whatever, like <laughs> three in the morning. Yeah. But we got on and kind of the rule is, I would think the rule is, you keep your, if everybody's trying to sleep, you keep your windows down. Yeah, morning flight. They yeah. turn the lights off because they know everybody's sleeping. They're like, we're going to go ahead and after takeoff, dim the lights for you. But. But some guy in the row next to us. Wanted to see the sunrise. The whole time. Let's, I mean, that is pretty. Let's window open. But is it rude? That's the question. <laughs> like Every window is down. Everybody has a window down. Mm. And then we got the guy on our row. Well, like, you know, the row across the aisle. He's it's the like, morning and guy. His, his light, like, comes perfect. You know, he's probably just Instagramming it. Like, oh, beautiful sunrise. Okay, then, then shut the window. Take I a picture. Know. Shut the window. Like, yes, that's a good point. Like, take a picture and then look at your picture. Oh, man, but <laughs> sunrises, guys, are really pretty from the sky. Yeah, but it's 6 a.m. Everyone's leaving Vegas. It's time to sleep. Or pull your window down halfway. And peek out there. And look through the hole. Dip down low. Devil's advocate, though. Go ahead. You're that guy. Well, You're no, that no, guy. no. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you guys are the ones that chose to stay up late and, like, But we party. didn't. No. I didn't but, stay up late. But everyone else that's tired at the morning flight, they're like, oh, we just got Vegas. Oh, that hurts my eyes. Not him. What if he went to a conference and he just wakes up and... <sighs> coffee I don't think it's about sunrise. that. I think it's about just looking out for everybody else. Yeah, like, read that. the room. I think it's about you being selfless <laughs> in that point, even if you want to see the sun. Dang, okay. Because you can. You have every right to. I'm not right. saying the guy should go to airport oh, yeah. jail. No, 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 no. They shouldn't lock. They shouldn't pull the cop cars up and throw them in handcuffs afterwards. Bunch of vampires in there. What if it was really pretty well, outside? Ninety percent of the people were trying to sleep. Okay. Because most people go hard in Vegas. Or it was just a six o'clock flight. Yeah, and there's the time change. Everyone's flying to Central. So it's like you use that time to just be as rested as possible when you land. I was listening to. Caitlin's podcast called The Morning Toast, which I like those girls now. At first I was like, oh, I don't know about this. But it's a really good, it's a good podcast, right? They talk about a lot of pop culture stuff. And so uh, at the end of the podcast, which is funny, which I'm going to try here too. I'm totally going to steal this from them. I don't know if they stole it from anybody else. But they go, okay, if you made it to the end of the podcast, go to the social media and just put, they just say, put something up. And then people put up little emojis of whatever they requested that day. You can tell me people, people listen to the end of a podcast. It's like code. Yeah, because I know I don't think anybody listens to us right now. If you're watching on Facebook, that's different. You happen to be on Facebook and you saw us come on, and we appreciate you watching there. But I don't know that people finish up, usually the last five minutes of a podcast. I'm like, it's just about to be ads. Yeah, I'm out. But we don't do that, right? At the end. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we do that oh, at the very end. The very end. Do what? Put ads. Put an ad? Yeah, all podcasts. Okay, that's... at the very, very end. Very, very end. I don't know. I would put it earlier than the end. Well, I think they put them like yeah, beginning, everywhere. middle, and end. No, I get. I'd put it at beginning, middle, and then not at the end because I'd want to hear what was coming up at the very end. But hey, stick around for some commercials because they're yeah. they're good ones today. <laughs>
So what do you want people to do? So just go to my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. There's a picture of me and Eller, my dog. Just put a dog emoji. Great picture, by the way. Funny, huh? I mean, how did you get her to do I that? I didn't. It's fantastic. I just randomly she's took a picture. She's rolling her eyes. No, she's eyes. just staring at him like, like uh, up top. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Y'all saw it as her staring at Bobby like, oh, I love my dad. And I saw. That's what Eller, I saw. Yeah. I a saw, lot of people saw eye roll. I, I saw watching. eye really? roll. Yeah. Eller's not eye rolling. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, taking a picture again. <laughs> if you go over to Mr. Bobby Bones, my Instagram, put a little dog up there if you get to this part of the oh. podcast. So you're going to do eggplant. No, no eggplant. Okay. I don't need to see that on it's there. very mature of you. Uh, put the dog up there because it's a picture of Eller and I, and we will see how many of you guys are actually listening to this stage of the podcast. I'll go add the dog. I'm listening. I um, mean, I'm right forced now. to listen. <laughs> Is there anything else that I would like to bring up? Mr. Bobby Bones. I think that is it for the day. I'm a little fatigued from Vegas. I know I had to tell Scuba off air he needs to go home early today because he's extremely fatigued from Vegas because he ran, was one of the people that ran the broadcast. And so he, as we got to take breaks and go sit in the lounge, wait for our next little, you know, I'm going to go introduce this person, interview this person. Scuba Steve was running the show-ish. I think maybe you're like second in command, right, Scuba? Yeah, somewhere around there, second Second or third or seventh. See, it doesn't okay. matter. Or tenth. That's what a team's all it's about. A team, it's a team effort. So I don't like to take credit of any particular place within the, the team. Well, in my heart, you were number one. A, Fazio well, was one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, have a great day, everybody. We will see you tomorrow, and I believe I fall asleep right now <laughs> before I even finish it. All right, see you guys. Have a good day. Bye.